Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. The Fan Afternoon Show. Big Thursday all of a sudden. It's, uh, it's a little wild right now. We haven't even gotten to the uh, Big Ten news. Which is which would have been the first thing on a lot of days. We would have come in buzzing about that. Right. The the Brewers and the and the Pirates, uh, you know, in the first game of that series was gonna be the number one thing and now who knows? It'll Somewhere down there, we'll talk about it. Maybe, maybe J.R. Radcliffe will uh, discuss it with us. J.R. Radcliffe, reporter for the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel, host of the Brewers and Bucks podcast for the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel. Follow him on Twitter at J.R. Radcliffe. J.R., what's up, dude? Not much. I'm uh, researching some flights to Los Angeles, California. Does Pasadena have an airport? Does it have its own airport? I don't even know. Burbank. Burbank, yeah. perfect, good. See, I will add that to the search terms, and uh, and we'll see what we can find. See, you're, you, I think, I think you might have been doing that as a as a joke, and of course, I'm a I'm like this obsessive travel guy. So, <laughs> <laughs> Jr. Man, yeah, I don't think I'll be the one to go if uh, if Wisconsin does indeed wind up playing USC and UCLA in a regular season Big Ten game. I will not be there. I am sure. Yeah, I'm I'm going to be with you on that. I don't I do not see us. Uh, attending that unless unless something ridiculous happens like it's packers at rams the next day you know some year down the line like double dip yeah that that you do that 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 could work uh jr before we there's so much and i and before we get into um more of that big 10 stuff because yeah that's a that's another big package delivered to our door that we can uh unpack the the big thing we've been talking about here to start the show is this seismic shift in the NBA with the news that Kevin Durant is asking to be traded from the Brooklyn Nets. What I want to ask you first about this is not the the point of view of the player, but the point of view of the franchise. He comes to you with that note and once the emotions of that are gone, what then? Like do you do you you trying to pull this off like by tonight you want it done? Yeah, I get. I mean, it's impossible to put your put your uh, the shoes of Steve Nash or, or anyone in the Brooklyn front office on at that point. I guess I, I think. I mean, there's an opportunity for them to rebuild. I guess, but but the, it opens up so many questions. Like, does does Kyrie stay now? Do they find a way to move him? Because I don't I don't know if they can call themselves one of the top teams in the East. You know, if it's just Kyrie, you know, even even with some of the other guys that they have around him, like Ben Simmons and whatnot. So, uh, man, I. Yeah, uh, this is uh, Kevin Durant. Never, uh, never shy about creating a little bit of buzz, a little bit of drama. So that's going to be that's that's a problem for Brooklyn. It's it's better. Glad the franchise locally uh, doesn't have to deal with that. But uh, what a what a rise and fall, huh? Like in 2020, you're talking about maybe you know it's count the rings, right? And then two years later, it's it's all falling apart. It's just a wild a wild turn of events. And you know what? I'm not even convinced 
hundred percent that that Kevin Durant doesn't end up playing for the Brooklyn Nets. You know, like there's so many twists and turns yet to come. So I don't, I don't even know where this ends up. I mean, the last three years of his existence from the the Achilles injury, which was June 10th of 2019 through the year of rehab, through the pandemic, through the bubble, through the big three and all the injuries and that and stepping on that that line an inch over that line in a shot that would have changed a series that would have changed the fortunes of the entire Bucks franchise. I mean, there's so much in 3 years and it it's just it, instead of winding down, I feel like the the next chapter might be crazier somehow, right? I mean, because the chapters before were pretty good, too. You know, right. wins the title with, with Golden State, finds a way to not be necessarily happy with that situation. Yeah, Oklahoma City, of course, will be the legendary, you know, the Westbrook, Harden, Durant, Serge Ibaka lineup. Um, shout out to Serge. But, uh, yeah, like the, the the guy is just, he's you know, he's kind of like Aaron Rodgers. He's kind of like, uh, Zach Greinke's a bad comparison, but, but there are a handful of athletes that, you truly don't fully understand their motivations. You don't understand. It, it's not about money or necessarily winning or finding the right situation. You, you genuinely sometimes don't know where they're coming from. And consequently, there's no predictions. You know, like you can't really predict what Kevin Durant's going to do because he doesn't, he doesn't think like everybody else, you know, for, for better or worse. But, you know, mostly, mostly for better. He's just, he's just a different cat. And, uh, and so to try to project what's going to motivate him or where he might want to end up in the best situation. Like legitimately, I don't think any of us really know the answer to that. He's had great situations before and they didn't suit him for one reason or another. So, uh, you know, your guess is as good as mine. What comes next there? I'm going to skip right over bucks and free agency because I, I think the answer there is Bobby Portis resigns and then the entire league goes on pause until we know what happens with Durant. So we just, we'll just move right on past that. Uh, because there's other big news, and you you talked about it right at the beginning here. The the uh, the the word, the report that uh, USC and UCLA are looking to leave the Pac-12, which would become the Pac-10 again, and they would join the Big Ten, the Big Ten, which means Jr. That in 2024 there will be a conference game between Rutgers East Coast and UCLA West Coast. You got to stop calling them conferences at some point, don't you? I think you probably do. Yep, the uh, the, uh, the rivalry trophy has to somehow incorporate both coasts into that one, and uh, that's a challenge. I was I was thinking about that earlier. What that would look like? What that'd be called? Um, yeah, I mean, well, I mean, I think it's pretty clear. We're headed toward a, a super conference. You know, this is the same thing as Oklahoma and Texas moving on. It's over, right? Like the the Power Five concept is going to be over. The idea of simply having regional conferences it's kind of been over for a while but it's 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 really over now you know like and it, it's it's like you know there's an eastern conference and a western conference or or an american you know what better better put it is there's an american league and a national league you know there's there's two big leagues and they encompass pretty much the entire united states and it's just a matter of like basically which one you're assigned to which one in this case in this case of college makes you the most money so uh so it's just going to be it's it's just going to be like that the pac 12 will be over or pac 10 pac 12 however you want to think of it and uh We'll be back to uh, we'll, we'll be in sort of this this super conference frame of mind. I, I don't know what that means for Wisconsin. I have a really hard time unpacking like if that's a good thing or a bad thing for 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 the local the local team. But uh, it's uh, it's it's certainly it's certainly a different way a different way of, of thinking about college athletics. The model has been adjusted over and over for the last few years anyway. You know NIL among many other things. Like this is just not college sports like we grew up with it. It's not going to be like that ever again. So consequently, pretty much all the walls are, are getting, you know, all the lines are getting blurred and the walls are getting torn down at this point. Yeah, it's an admission basically that that 
instead of go, trying to go against that wave of the future with the SEC adding Texas and Oklahoma, they're going with it. And it's you, you mentioned. I mean, the money is the driving factor now behind so much of it, and that is going to be a thing. But I, my thought is. If you're going to have that admission, if you're going to say the SEC is expanding and becoming the super thing and we want to somehow be in an arms race with them, with the SEC, what do you do after this? In other words, the current Big Ten alignment plus USC and UCLA is a great conference. It's not an SEC-level super conference yet. Who do they add to try to get to that level? Who do they target? Yeah, I, I don't know the answer to that. I don't think you can compete with the SEC. If you're talking purely football, I, I mean, I don't think you'll ever get to that depth. You can you can add the rest of the country. Will the, would you take the SEC or, or the rest of the country? I, I don't know the answer to that. You know, like, I, I'm, I'm sure there's going to be a lot more to come. It sounds like this is not the end points. This is not just USC and UCLA. There's going to be more to come, whether that means West Coast or, or different parts of the country. I have, I have no idea. But, uh you know, I, I don't know if, if you could say directly, necessarily competitiveness, you're going to compete with the SEC, but but maybe there are other factors in terms of fin- finances and more than just football that, that are being talked about, too. I mean, you're, you're certainly going to be able to get more resources if the Big Ten Network is something you can sell from coast to coast, you know, so so that changes things a little bit. Uh, but but yeah, I have no idea, and, and I'm I'm sure this isn't where it ends. And there's the other part of it, too. You hit on, on uh, television markets, and, and look... Guys, when we're talking about money and college athletics and how it's changing, NIL is a driving a driving force behind it. But the other big driving force behind it, <clears throat> like it's a big driving force behind most things in sports, is television. And that was just the exact reason why the Big Ten added Maryland and Rutgers, not exactly like tradition-rich powerhouses to join the Big Ten, but Maryland was to get the D.C. market and Rutgers was get to get the New York market. And again, it's not like people in Times Square are talking about Rutgers football. They ain't. <laughs> but it, it, it puts the Big Ten network on households, in cable systems, in the number one market in the country. And getting USC and UCLA puts that network on households in the number two market in the country in L.A. So it's it's a philosophy. SEC is doing this where they're expanding out from their region, and they, of course, have tremendous reach uh, for their network as well. But this is a decided continuing, in my opinion, of this effort to put that network in front of the most eyeballs possible. Eyeballs equals money in their mind, and now you add L.A. to it. But the problem is here, Jr. I it, it's a little bit like Rutgers in New York. I think the same analogy is happening. Do you think that Los Angeles is just like, like is there a parade in the streets today because USC and UCLA are joining the Big Ten? I don't think so. Yeah, I mean, I don't know, man. That's not uh, that's not for uh, not my not my neighborhood, but. Uh... <laughs> I, I'm sure it catches a lot of people by surprise there. Like it catches them by surprise here, unless they saw the writing on the wall with, you know, the, the big cats in the Big Twelve going elsewhere, going to the SEC. You know, maybe they figured Pac-12 was next to be cannibalized. I, I don't know. You know, Big Big Ten has been proactive. They've got this. They've got this foothold, and they, they're not about to lose it. So, you know, like if you're if you're in the business of cheerleading for for multi-billion-dollar corporations, good on them. They figured it out. That way to get their claws into the West Coast, and, and dominoes are just going to keep falling. You know, the elite West Coast teams are not going to stay out in the Pac-12 because now it's essentially a glorified, you know, Mountain West or, or whatever. You know, no, no, no shade to those conferences, but, like, they're, they're, they're not a big deal anymore. So they're going to want, you know, the Arizona schools, Colorado, they're, they're, they're going to want to be someplace else. So uh, Colorado already is someplace else. So, um, so yeah, I, it's, uh, it's, it's, a, it's a bold move by the, by the Big Ten. And, and like you said, you said it, man, the, the, the TV is huge. 
And, uh, and it's going to be a coast-to-coast network now. Adam Stanford and Cal, that'll give you the San Francisco market. You add Notre Dame for the prestige, and then maybe you got a shot to compete. Okay, we could do that all day, JR. JR Radcliffe, reporter for the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel, host of the Brewers and Bucks podcast for the Journal Sentinel. I, I have to ask you a Brewers question because, for one, they're playing really well right now. They're, they're actually hitting and hitting some home runs. This is a four-game set in Pittsburgh. The competition is a little weaker for the next week and a half. What have you seen from this team leading into Pittsburgh that has you optimistic at this point? They, they look good. It's uh, it sure feels like that eight game losing streak was just you know it's, it it seems like it's it's so recent that I have to believe that that this is a little bit of a mirage. But but no, they bounced back very nicely. And like you said, the hitting looks a lot more comfortable. Although I would say it's still relying on you know on long balls, which which is fine. I'm not going to be one of those guys who's like it's all, all home run or bust or whatever. That's uh that's a silly way of looking at it. But you could argue that it was just opportunistic. You know, they they got they got a couple big home run hits against Tampa Bay, and you could say that, that that doesn't necessarily indicate a progression toward just more consistent offense overall. You know, Christian Yelich at the top of the lineup is kind of a puzzle, right? Like, he's he's hitting the ball a ton better. He's getting on base. Uh, he's doing what a good, you know, presumably a good traditional leadoff hitter does. He's still not showing the power that we know he's had when he's been at his best. He's not pulling the ball, you know, with authority for, for power. So, you know, do you feel good about it? Do you feel... Yeah, certainly, certainly, it's better than before, but it's it's still maybe not where you'd hope it would someday get. Um, pitching getting healthier with Brandon Woodruff—that's a huge, huge boost. Getting getting him back and having him be as effective as it was. And uh, and you mentioned Pittsburgh—they're—they're—they're they're, they're a little plucky. They've got a couple uh, a couple rookies now competing for them that weren't there the last time the Brewers went to Pittsburgh and swept the series from them. So you know, O'Neill Cruz is kind of the headliner there, the six-seven shortstop who uh, who uh, who looks like he's got some serious promise down the line and. Uh, Jack Sawinski is, is coming up with a bunch of clutch hits. He was there, I think, last time when, when they faced the Brewers. But uh, they're, they're, they're interesting, and they're the third-place team in, in the Central. So, like, they're not a, they're not a pushover. They're, they're, you know, they're not a good team, but they're not uh, – I wouldn't, I wouldn't expect to go in there and, and watch the Brewers just, you know, wipe them out, especially around the All-Star break. There always seems to be something in Pittsburgh around the All-Star break that throws some things off. So, uh, so uh, I – I don't know if I don't know if I can necessarily project it. I think that's going to just keep rolling, but uh, but things are things are certainly coming together a little bit for them on offense. And uh, if uh, you know, if maybe maybe Tampa was the start of of something a little bit more consistent. They don't have to go to a third city, which is nice for the first time in four road trips. You know, they get to go right back home after being in Pittsburgh. For the, they've had been through this ridiculous stretch of schedule, and I think you can look back at the end of the season and point to that and say, you know, it was a struggle because they were constantly constantly on the road. And, uh, and this is going to be a little bit of an easier swing going forward and, and definitely easier once you get to September. Yeah, the little downtime, a day or two, would, would help for sure. JR, what you got going for the fourth? Anything? Just a little parade action like, uh, like, most, like most residents here and uh, headed, headed, headed to vacation after the fourth, uh, headed down to, uh, to Kentucky. So we'll, uh, we'll, we'll get the travel in, just not, uh, just not this weekend. But, uh, but, yeah, it's going to be a good time, as always. That time of year before things get crazy for the fall. Jr., thanks for joining us, man. You you literally are the Hernan Perez. Like we just put you at any position. Talk Brewers, Bucks. Oh no, all of it. What oh, do you don't want Hernan? <laughs> you want you want no, I love Hernan. He's great. He's great. He's uh. <laughs> I shouldn't I shouldn't slander Hernan. Good good dude. Great dude. Very fun. Uh, hopefully my hopefully I, I uh, get on base a little bit better. But uh, but you never know. You know, like that's no, no shade. No shade. You could be Jace Peterson then if you want to be on base. That's that's that seems logical. I like it. <laughs> all right, all right. As long as I don't have to catch a pop-up because I legitimately can't do it. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's not my skill set. Keep him in the infield. That's all good. J.R. Radcliffe, man, I really right. appreciate the time.
All right. I'll see you again soon, Kevin. Thanks, JR. JR Radcliffe, reporter for the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel and host of the Brewers and Bucks podcast for the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel. Follow him on Twitter at J.R. Radcliffe. And he joined us on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline. If applying for a home renovation loan has you feeling anxious, breathe. Like Great Midwest Bank help you experience a state of tranquility. Tranquility. Get started at greatmidwestbank.com today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for 25 bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 